0: Parisians are fuming over a fuel shortage that's forcing them to stand in queues for hours on end. Workers at the French energy major Total are striking for better wages, and that's disrupted fuel supplies countrywide.
1: The app that tells you such and such a place that has patrol, you arrive and the station isn't open.
2: The whole country is at a standstill because of 100 people whose demands were going to be taken into account in November anyway. It's hell. It's a disaster because there's at least a three-hour queue behind us.
0: The strike has forced six out of the country's seven oil refineries to shut down. As a result, The domestic petrol output is down by 60%. And nearly one-third of petrol stations across the country are either running low or are completely out of fuel. The government has directed Total to negotiate with its workers. The company has now offered its staff a 6% raise. But even if that's enough to end the strike, the fuel crisis may persist. Russia is continuing to restrict natural gas supplies to the EU and OPEC and its allies say they will begin cutting their collective output. The most pivotal and more important thing is to make sure that we have a stable, sustainable, stable market that would not inhibit investment, that would not inhibit growth of demand. The decision has drawn a sharp rebuke from the world's largest economy. Washington says Riyadh will face consequences for supporting Moscow's policy on global energy supplies.
1: Well, we believe by, uh, by the decision that OPEC Plus made last week, they certainly are uh, aligning themselves with Russia. And right now, this is not a time uh, to be aligning uh, with Russia, especially with this brutal, unprecedented uh, war that they have started uh, in, in Ukraine. And we have been very clear about that.
0: But the threat isn't deterring Riyadh or its allies, and their actions in coming weeks will likely lead to more pain at the pump. Rubin we'll nasser TRT
2: World. Well, for more on this, let's bring in independent energy analyst Neil Atkinson, who's in Paris for us. Good to have you back on the program, Neil. Can we start with OPEC Plus's uh, recent announcement that it will drastically slash oil production by around two million barrels per day. What impact will that actually have on fuel prices?
1: Well, point one is it will not drastically slash oil production by two million barrels a day. What it uh, decided at its meeting was to to reduce its production quotas by two million barrels a day. And uh, the reality is that many of the countries that are members of OPEC are not producing to their quota level for all sorts of reasons. So the actual cut in output that we will see in the next few weeks will be significantly below 2 million barrels a day. Even so, it will be a cut in supply. There's no question of that. But the main motivation behind the decision that the OPEC plus countries took was that in the weeks leading up to the meeting last week, oil prices have started to fall down again. And Brent was in the uh, lowest to mid $80 a barrel, and it was thought it might fall uh, fall further because the fears of demand destruction. And indeed, yesterday, my former colleagues at the International Energy Agency published their latest oil market report, and they slashed their estimates for oil demand in 2023. So The producers who need the revenues, they have to manage their own economies and meet the needs of their citizens. They were very worried that prices might slide out of control. So they've taken action to put a floor under prices at something like $90 a barrel.
2: So would you say then uh, the rather dramatic uh, reaction from the Biden administration has been overblown? So what's behind them coming out
1: swinging? Well, what's behind them is is their fear of what may or may not happen in the midterm elections at the beginning of November. The U.S. administration is obviously absolutely terrified that there could be uh, a a further rise in uh, petrol prices at the pump for American consumers in the run-up to the elections. So anything that they perceive as being an act which will send prices up, and the Saudi OPEC plus action might do that, uh, is regarded currently as a hostile act.
2: Let's talk about the demand issue that you raised because it does seem that OPEC is trying to preempt a drop in demand for their oil from an expected downturn in the world's major economies, such as the US, Europe, and China. Are those fears warranted? Do you expect demand to drop so significantly?
1: Well, uh, the expectation is uh, already that demand in this last quarter of 2022 is weaker than had been thought earlier in the year. And the the data is beginning to show that. And uh, based on that data, the expectations for the early part of 2023 are for significant further weakening uh, in demand. And in anticipation of that, the producers do not wish to see prices slide too far, which would then force them to take very dramatic action, they're acting preemptively to keep the market under some sort of control at a price level that they regard as being comfortable. Unfortunately, as far as the Biden administration is concerned, there is no price that can be low enough to keep them happy in the run-up to the midterm elections. But, you know, there are consumers and producers uh, in this oil market, and their interests have to be balanced somehow or other.
2: Okay, Neil Atkinson, we'll have to leave it there, but it was really good to get your analysis as always. Thank you again.
1: Thank you.